0: Welcome everyone to Not The Average Podcast. This is episode one. Today's episode is going to be about my story and how I became who I am now. We may get pretty deep into my story and my life, but That's what this podcast is about. I want you guys to know that this is real, this is me, and everyone that's going to be on here, this is going to be their story. So let us jump straight into it and start with myself. To start things off, my name is Michael Kronk. I am going to be the host on this journey of sound, and I am 23 years old, currently living in Vero Beach, Florida, which is a very small town, and I was born and raised here. Even though this is a small town, I have had some insane experiences and I have learned so much and grown so much just in the 23 years I have been on this earth. So that's what I'm going to be telling you is really how I've come to be who I am. Now, to start off, everything wasn't sunshine and flowers down here in this sunshine state. I'm not saying I had a horrible life or a horrible childhood, I'm just saying nothing really came easy and I was physically and mentally abused as a kid. Now I can't remember too much of what my life was before, about three years old, but after that, around the age of five, I do remember what was happening and I can recall some memories that I do have. A lot of the memories I have pushed down into my mind and can't really reach, but the ones I do remember, I will be telling you in this podcast. So let's start from where I do remember. And this is a story of when I was in preschool. Actually, Um, I was around five years old and I am not going to say the name of the school, but it is a local school here in Vero. There was a teacher there and her daughter actually worked there as well. This was not the nicest environment to be around. And at this age, I didn't know how to come out and tell anything to my parents, which I didn't have a great relationship with my parents when I was younger, which I'll get into later on. But this preschool um, was really brutal to me. I was a little bit antisocial when I was younger, and I didn't quite fit in. But the teacher and the daughter of the teacher, they would physically abuse me. Um, I remember I would have like nails, like her, her daughter would dig her nails into me. Okay. So first of all, I would act up when I was a kid. I was a very, definitely not an angel child. I was a crazy, very energetic, hot tempered kid all the way through probably the age of 18. But some people don't know how to handle that. So I assume her daughter and her both would use physical threats like to basically just manhandle me in a way that wasn't really suitable for a five-year-old kid. In my eyes, now that I'm this age looking back, that did scar me and still kind of does, which I am always working on that anyway. But I look back and I give compassion to these two who did that to me. So that was just the start of it, honestly at the age of five. And now we're going to get into where I kind of got older and my father, he would really, really mentally and physically abuse me very badly. Now, before I do get into talking about my father, I do want to tell you guys, I do love him. And I do come from a place of compassion because without all this experiences and without my mom doing all this other stuff as well to me, I I wouldn't be who I am now. So I look back on it and I am grateful for what has happened. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm grateful. And I look back with compassion towards them because both of them in the end, my father and my mother, I love them dearly and they are my parents. So now I'm getting around the age of like seven and 10 here and I'm getting into kindergarten, first grade and all that elementary school stuff. So I remember when I was, I, I, I'm i assuming it's about like seven to 10, um, It could have been a little bit earlier, but this is where I'm thinking it is. I remember hitting myself on the head and calling myself stupid, calling myself an idiot and all this stuff just because my dad would put these crazy thoughts in my head. And as a kid, I didn't know. I had no clue how to really understand them as I do now. But, you know, a seven year old talking to them like the way he talked to me was uh, unbearable for me at that age. That was some of the mental stuff that he did. He also beat the living hell out of me. Um, he has broken multiple like wooden spoons, uh, used belts. He's actually punched me and he is the only person to ever actually knock me out. Literally just I blacked out what he hit me in the face one time. But when I was at the age of seven and 10, he used to beat me so bad that I would run to my neighbor's house and I would also hide behind this rocking chair and um, at that age, I was a Catholic. So I had the, what is it? The rosemary, the beads with uh, Mother Mary on it and everything. And I would hide behind the rocking chair, just crying. And he would just come in there, start cussing me out, hit the chair, try to hit around the chair. I mean, it was crazy. And this was only from the age of seven to 10. My mom didn't really do much to me, any any physical harm or mental harm. The only thing I could really remember was she would grab me really hard like, and and leave nail prints in me. But that's because that's how she knew how to handle how crazy I was. So I'm coming back on that with compassion as well. But back to my father, he was a little bit, I don't want to say delusional, but he was definitely bipolar. Um, There was some another story of when I was in the age of seven to 10, that he was, he's a big Christian, or so he says, but he, he was a big Christian and he would sit there beat me senseless and say, I'm beating the devil out of you. I mean, he's done this so bad that the neighbors would come over and knock on the door. I mean, I've he's had the cops called on him for beating me in front of a whole bunch of people outside. It was just wild from that young age. Now, moving on to a little bit older, from maybe the age of 10 to 15, I'm gonna say, because I remember this more clearly than I do remember the earlier ages, so I have more stories and everything, but from 10 to 15, this is where I became very, very rebellious. At this age, I had all of this, you know, mental and physical abuse happening to me. I didn't know how to have an outlet for it. And I also didn't know how to handle it in my head. Like, I I wasn't ready to understand it until later age, which I'll be getting to there very soon. But at this part and, and this time in my life, I just couldn't really understand how to handle the trauma that I had at a younger age. So these became more of my rebellious years and I became so mean towards everyone and I was hot-tempered. I would snap like on a dime. Just it was it was a bad time for me now that I look back on it. I'm not too proud of it, but it made me who I am. Now throughout this age, I was sneaking out of my house all the time. I was going to hang out with my friends. I mean, I was literally, I'm not going to incriminate myself here, but I was vandalizing houses, cars, people's property. I was just like rebelling. And I actually ended up going to court for something. It was a break and entry on a school, actually break and entry and trespassing. I ended up going through the roof with um, this kid who I consider my little brother. Uh, We went through the roof and we got caught inside because we were actually stealing the lunch and the food out of the cafeteria. And the PE teacher caught us and I went to court. This was like around the age of 14. I think I was just in high school or just getting into junior high. And oh man, it was crazy thankfully they kind of ended up dropping the charges. You know, it was nothing cr- like crazy. I didn't go kill anyone or rob anyone. It was just me breaking into an elementary school, taking the lunch, the cafeteria food out. Now getting around to that age of 14, like I said, 14, 15, now we're here. Um, this is where I started to find out about drugs and more specifically marijuana, which I'm not like, I'm not against it at all. I could care less what other people do. It's not my problem. I don't really smoke it and I don't really care if other people do around me, so I'm not too big of a stickler on that. But at this age, I was getting into that and um, this was junior high school. I got into smoking weed basically every single day, basically becoming a stoner. This was mainly in part of me trying to be rebellious and just branch out there. And also the people I was hanging out with in my younger years, they all would smoke weed. I mean, this is ninth grade. I'm just getting into this stuff. I don't really know what it was. And it, it made me feel good and really forget about what was happening in my life and even what happened in my past. So now we're about 15 years old to 18 years old, I was actually in high school, not in junior high at in, in my school, there were two separate schools. So ninth grade was a separate school, and then it was tenth, eleventh, twelfth. So now I'm in the actual high school with more kids, and I was started to actually get into selling drugs. So like I said, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I was selling some kind of stuff to kids, um, different things that I I acquired, <laughs> so to speak. I actually went and picked some th- certain things and would sell them as well. Um, I wasn't like a huge drug dealer or anything like that. I was just a little tiny guy selling it here and there trying to make some money because I didn't have a job at this time. I, I got a job at the age of 16, but it wasn't making enough money in my eyes. So hanging around these kids and smoking weed. I mean, every day after school, I would even skip school all the time, go smoke weed out in the parking lot or something with all these kids. And um, it became just like a habit, it just became a daily habit. I would just go out with them and just smoke and Sit there and kind of forget about what has happened in the past. So, I think this was around the age of 17. Me and my dad had a really bad falling out, and um, I uh, did some things I'm really not proud of to my dad. Um, I ended up stealing from him. Um, it was roughly three to five thousand dollars worth of gold that I went and took and cashed in on him. Um, it was actually his mother's gold, which I uh, I do regret because I love my grandma Rosie. I've never got to meet her. She passed away before I was out of age to even talk to her. But you know, that was like a family heirloom kind of thing. And I that's one of my regrets that I do regret doing is that to my father. But in my eyes at that age, it was like a revenge thing. Like I wanted to get back at him for everything that he's done and I want him to feel the pain. And it honestly did work but it was not a good way to come about it so my dad ended up finding out that i did this Um, i ended up paying him back i think it was like five thousand dollars i don't quite remember the amount or anything i just remember it was a lot of money for me at that age and he also this is when my whole family found out i was i was selling drugs they found my dad found the drugs in my room behind like in my closet behind like this toy truck that i had i mean It wasn't, it wasn't like hidden at all, but he found it in there. Of course, it was just sitting on the ground there. I mean, I was 17 years old. It's not like I knew exactly what to do. I was just kind of winging stuff and trying to make money. Like I said, on the side, apart from my job. So stealing from my father like that also takes a toll on me. Um, I am coming to terms with that. And me and my father since then have, you know, built our relationship back. Not very well, but we've built it back to a point to where I can call him my dad. And I mean, he is my dad. He did teach me a lot growing up. So did my mother. It's just, it's like a weird feeling there now because of what I did. Now, moving on from there, I was about 18 years old. I think it was 18, just over 18. I graduated high school and I was working the same job that I've been working since I was 16, right? So I stayed at this job for a long time. I think I was there for five years in total. They were paying me, by the time I left, minimum wage in Florida was 8 dollars and. 20 something cents or something like that. By the time I left for five years, I was getting paid eight dollars and seventy-six cents. I remember that because I was so mad because this is the reason why I left. People started getting hired in at $9, which I was like, yo, I've been here for five years and this this is crazy. I can't believe I'm I'm making less than them and they just got hired on. This is kind of what sparked the journey of trying to go make my own business or just be self-employed because i didn't see it working for me having a boss and getting paid less for people who were just getting hired on while i was doing more work than any of them so around the age of 18 to 21 i was still working at my first job Um, very part-time, it was maybe like three times to one time a month I would go work there just to keep the discount on clothes. Um, I ended up working at another place here locally called Piper, it is an aircraft, a personal aircraft, uh, building center, whatever factory, whatever you wanna call it. I worked there and I made really good money and this is where I got introduced to Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Now the funny thing is, is my mom actually gave me this book when I was about like 12 years old And I never read it because I never read books as a young, as a young kid. I did not care for books. I was more of a visual learner and books were kind of a boring, bland thing to me that didn't excite me. So at that young age of 12, I didn't really care for the rich dad, poor dad book. Now coming back to the age of, it was roughly 18. I started working at Piper. I learned about rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki. My mom brought the book up again because I you know, kind of gave it back to her. Um, this is where my journey of financial literacy and just growing my mind and, and being um, financially independent all started at the age of 18. This was just the beginning of my journey. I mean, I am still learning. I, I'm never going to stop learning, honestly. This is the part where I started to change a whole bunch of aspects of my life. So when I turned 21, I decided I had to change. I was tired of my friends and I was tired of how they acted, and I was just tired of always trying to impress people and be the cool guy. Uh, I was always tired of being angry and holding on to my past and all the abuse that was done to me mentally and physically. It drained me at such a young age. It became mentally exhausting to hold on to and to just always be angry and hot tempered. So that was when I decided I had to change. Like I said in the beginning, I'm only 23. So this has been about a two to three year journey of me growing my mind and and my mindset and just my life in general. So the first thing I did to just start the change was I stopped hanging out, hanging out with my friends who I thought were my friends actually. I, I didn't want to sit around and smoke weed and drink every day after I came home from this nine to five job that was that was paying me just a little bit more than minimum wage, which at that time I thought was great money. So I stopped hanging out with all those people that were just doing nothing with their life and smoking weed, spending their whole paycheck on weed and just smoking it and just sitting and doing literally nothing all day. This really helped when I just cut them out of my life But the other thing that really helped me, and it it was a tremendous help, was having this beautiful and loving girlfriend, who to this day is still my girlfriend. It's been three and a half years. She taught me so much in such a little time. She was helping me along the way, and um, her and her family, uh, they helped me find my peaceful side, and this is where I got introduced to meditation. And honestly, meditation did change my life. Now, I don't wanna sound like some guru and make up this like bullshit thing, like, oh, meditation is the life changer, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, meditation really did help me, especially for my trauma and and my anger, it calmed me down. And the people around me who I worked with really started to notice that. And I was was like, it's really meditation has helped me. And at this time, I wasn't working at Piper anymore. I moved on to another job where we were kind of a more close-knitted like team. I don't really wanna say team it's not it wasn't really a team environment but basically a team and they they were the people who really started to see me change and my parents started to see me change my mom and my stepdad and this was all really because of meditation i also got super interested in psychology and how the brain worked and i sustained this momentum that i had just by being around her family more and by watching as much youtube videos as i can i was reading books and i was never a big book reader like i said but i got into reading books um about psychology, about finance, about your mind, uh, about habits. I just became very interested in how the brain works and, and learning how we can control how we feel, how we think, and how our life turns out. The best part about this was I didn't want it to end and I never wanted to stop learning. And the even better part is I will never stop learning. There is so much information out there that I could never learn it all in a lifetime and I probably could never learn it in a thousand years either. So now we're getting to the age that I'm at now, 23, and I currently have people who support me and are supporting me for being me. They think and kind of act like the way I think. It's kind of being around that like-minded group of people. That's an, This is another great thing that has been helping me recently, and this is why I am creating this podcast, Not The Average, because I want to share other people's stories and learn as much as I can about how they became who they are now. So this is my story. I'm still on the journey of life and still creating my story, so I want to create it together with all of you guys who are listening, and I want to create it with everyone else who is going to be connecting with me. So that's the whole point of this podcast, and I really do hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope to see you guys in the next episode, and if you do like it, share it with your friends, share it with your family, let's build this community and grow together. I'll see you all in the next one.